So welcome back to Driven Women Unfiltered. We are so excited today because we have our very first guest on the show. Is it a show? I don't know. It's an episode? Podcast episode? (laughs) It's always a show for me. (laughs) But um, part of what Morgan and I have wanted to do with this podcast is bring in like-minded women that are doing fucking amazing things. And um, you have so much to share with us, so I don't want to monopolize any of the time. But for those of you who don't know Dr. Stephanie Wigner, she is a all-around um, multipreneur. So <laughs> she is a speaker, a doctor, a mama, a uh, consultant, She's a podcaster. 20, 2021 Driven Women Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's true. That's a title I'm proud of. Epitomizing the word and everything she's accomplished. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This is so exciting. I had no idea I was the first guest. Um, Now I feel super honored. Uh, But I'm so excited to chat with you guys. We always have an amazing time and good conversation. And I feel like women in general benefit from conversations like this. Totally. Of course. Yeah. So so tell us um, more of what you're doing right now, what I missed, um, because I feel like you have so much going on, trailblazing different things all the time. Yeah, so uh, you kind of nailed it. I do a little bit of everything, um, and I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur, I like to refer to myself as. And one of the things for me is, you know, we talked about it a little bit before the show, but like, I am in my wealthy mama era. And so to me, that just means encompassing everything that makes me excited and everything that um, brings me joy and that I feel passionate about. And so that looks like spending time with my family and prioritizing my son. And that also looks like traveling the world and um, having experiences together as a family that involves running multiple businesses and looking at investments to really set up our legacy that Kyle, my husband and I are trying to create together. And so that is a little bit of everything that we're focused on right now. Well, I'm glad you brought that up of, of what it actually means, because I think some people might get disjointed by like, wait a second, is she, what's wealthy mama? Yeah. Like, is she like out here saying that she's like so wealthy? Like, right. what does that mean? Well, and it's, it's funny you mentioned that because when I like embodied this wealthy mama vision that I had for myself, it was like, that's, that word's going to trigger people. Like people don't like talking about money, Absolutely. success triggers people. So I knew when I was like, Hey, I'm embodying this. Stephanie Wigner 3.0. This is who she is. Here's what she's going to do. She's here to fuck some shit up. She's going to piss some people off because she's prioritizing herself. Um, I knew that word would be triggering, but to me, wealth isn't necessarily just what's in your bank account or your assets. It's more about the life that you're living. And I think anybody, despite your income level, can have a wealthy life if you're prioritizing the right things. And you know what's so crazy? And this is also the beauty of a podcast is because I had a question for you that I didn't think was going to come up until the very end. And we already started going on it. So I'm just going (laughs) to ask you out of order here. You posted something recently on social media, like about that you're in your wealthy mama era. And I read through the post. I love the post, but like you're talking about triggering people. It's like, sometimes it's like, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to fucking own it because like I'm comfortable in myself. I'm secure in myself. I am passionate about what I'm doing. But you know, when you put that out there to the world, people are going to have opinions about it. Totally. And it's like, you kind of have to balance like, well, the people that are probably gonna have a problem with it 
likely aren't the people I'm going to want to attract anyway. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. yeah. And also, too, I the amount of DMs I get from people, and it, it's crazy, it just happened this morning, and it was a dude that I went to high school with back in, like, middle of nowhere, Kansas, <laughs> that is listening to some of the content that I'm putting out there, and he's like, you are so inspiring, like, I'm yeah. really resonating with this. And I'm like, you are not my target audience, but that is fucking awesome yeah. that, like, you're getting inspired, inspired by it, and I don't know if he has children or whatnot, you know, but just that I think when people see somebody else owning their power and owning who they are, it inspires people everywhere, whether they want to work with you or not. Right. It's not just about that. It's like, how can we elevate the total vibration? And I think that that's a good way to use social media is like, I want to spread joy and positivity and some of that confidence and some of that, um, tenacity and that grit to just go after what you want. But I don't do that by like, only posting a cute picture of my son and being yeah. like, oh my God, I love being a mom. Like yeah. I do. That's very <laughs> obvious if you go to my social, but that's only one aspect of me. Right? right. And so the other aspect is like, I'm a badass bitch and I'm also yes. going to make a lot of money. And if that triggers you, I would ask, like, I would have you ask yourself, why is that triggering? You yeah. Know? Like what mm-hmm. is it that you're yeah. projecting onto me and my social media totally. posts? Like, what are you not doing to get yourself kind of like where you would like to be? Absolutely. And I love that you say it like that though. Like I'm a badass bitch. And I'm going <laughs> to make my money because like, honestly, anybody that in my mind isn't thinking that way or like, doesn't think that, that they want to be mm-hmm. that way is just not like strong or secure enough to just kind of step into that. Into that next level. Like, yeah. 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 Well, it brings me to the authenticity piece of it, though, because obviously I know you were friends and you live and breathe this lifestyle. And like that. And I feel like that's, again, your vibe attracts your tribe. Right. right? But the the authenticity piece for me is so important because you have the credentials, you have the the backstory, the experience, because you're a coach and you're coaching all of these amazing women to do what you do, build what you've built and create this, um, this legacy of these coaching clients and for them to build their six, seven, eight figure businesses. But like, what's your opinion on folks that are out there trying to be coaches that don't necessarily have the achievement to back it up or even the schooling? Yeah. I'll take a drink for this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. 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 Um, so I think it's a multifaceted question for a couple of reasons. One, all three of us on this couch probably had to fake it till we make it to a certain extent, right? All three of us, the success yep. and the careers that we have right now, we didn't start out that way. We all started out as beginners. So I respect the hustle. I respect the vulnerability it takes to put yourself out there. Um, I think it just is different when you're actually talking about what your credentials are. So like being in the consulting space, knowing tons of consultants in every different like niche possible, like there's people that teach you how to like walk your dog or like train your dog. Like you can get a consultant in almost anything that you need support with in your life. And for me, my realm is business. And so like the thing about business is like you can either the thing about business is you can dictate what's real and what's not. And so like I have multiple businesses. That's what makes me a good business coach. I'm not operating in only one realm. I don't only have businesses in health and wellness. I have a real estate business, you know? Um, so I think when you start to niche down and talk in those types of conversations and figure out like, okay, 
anybody who's a coach that's starting out is like, hey, yeah, I can help you do this. And they've had success in achieving that thing. I think when you focus on business coaches, it's a whole different ballgame. Because I know business coaches who like live at their parents' basement. I'm not taking business advice from you only because you haven't achieved what I want to achieve yet, you know? Um, But they might be the right coach for somebody who's at a startup who's also living at their parents' basement, you know? And so I think that there's like anything, multiple viewpoints for the one topic. Mm -hmm. But to anybody who's starting out, like, absolutely, I applaud you. Get out there, do your thing. Um, Just make sure you're being authentic and showing up and not, you know, saying things online just to get clients. Right. Like, represent yourself. Yeah. Misrepresent yourself, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that, I think in the startup realm, like, if you are a startup coach, one of the best things you could do is say, like, I've started up and here's what I've achieved in a short amount of time. Yeah. You know, because maybe they don't have the seven-figure business yet, but, like, hey, I onboarded 10 clients in 30 days and I'll teach you how to do that. And you're still building the trust by saying something yeah. that's genuine. Yeah, like, and being open and honest yeah, about it. meet me where I am and I'm totally. going to meet you where you are and I'm going to try to help you to get to a certain space. Totally, so. yeah. What I, I read it in one of your posts. I don't know how long ago it was, but this is what provoked the question. <laughs> Is, is something that you said about having your coach have something that you're building towards. So you don't necessarily, like even in my business, right? Mm-hmm. Some people didn't go to college. They just yeah. graduated high school. And like, you don't need to go to, really, like you don't really need to for to be an entrepreneur. But um, it was, you know, being inspired for that particular niche, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's that business that you're looking to build, or if it's that lifestyle, find somebody, a mentor that you can mirror or mimic or or learn from. Totally. And I think that that's the thing um, is we have to make sure who we're modeling, right? And all of us have mentors or people that we aspire to be that we we see online or we know in person and we're like, wow, they've accomplished that. That's really inspiring. I want to accomplish that as well. But sometimes we get caught up in modeling the wrong people and the wrong behaviors that value the wrong things. And we're like, oh, they have a lot of success, but maybe they don't value their family at all. Right. Right. And for me, it was like Mm -hmm. I had to navigate, um, especially once I became a mom and just as Kyle and I started to build more and more businesses, it was like, well, listen, I need to protect my mind at all costs. And I need to make sure that I'm only engaging with people who I truly aspire to be and that hold the same values. And so, yeah, I'm not the coach for everybody. You're not the agent for everybody. You know, you are not the perfect mentor for everybody. But there is a group of people that we are meant to help. And like, if we focus on that, then I think all of us are going to reap the rewards of that. Yeah, definitely. And I I agree. I want to ask you a question kind of based on um, something you said previously, because, you know, you were talking about how like all of us had to get to a certain, like we had to work through what he had to work through to get to where we are in our Mm -hmm. career. Um, But I think you and I have like an interesting um, commonality and that I know Kristen like started out in sales and Pandora Mm -hmm. and then she kind of like made a big career change. But like for me, like when I came out of school, it was like straight to being an attorney. And I'm assuming with you, it was you came out of school, you went straight to like being a chiropractor. So like, let's be honest, you don't need all these other fucking businesses, right? It's like, it's because you want them. It's because you, you know, wanted to, whether it's because of passion or income or whatever, like you could have just stopped where you were. So like what made you shift, whether it's a mindset shift or whatever, go from, I have a full-time job. I'm fulfilled by my full-time job. Mm -hmm. I'm making good money at my full-time job, but there's these other things that I want to do. 
Yeah. So I think for me, it was just more of like a calling. Like I was waking up and I was like, man, I feel like I'm meant for more. And then I would ignore it for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And I'd be like, what is it? And then I would it, like the universe shows you what it is. Right. right. Because then I were having I was having people DM me and they were like, hey, what do you think about this? And I want to start a business and I want to do this. And I was like, OK, it's literally right in front of my face. Like if all of these people are asking me for business advice, then I should probably become a business consultant. Yeah. Um, and so I, I feel like it just naturally progressed. But one thing that I think an entrepreneur entrepreneurship is that like you cannot become complacent so there is a thing of being content and I am very content in my life like if my life were to stay exactly the way it is I am happy I go to bed grateful I wake up grateful but I'm not complacent and I'm not comfortable and so I'm constantly pushing myself outside of my comfort zone because I think that's where real real growth happens um but I'm content and I think sometimes as entrepreneurs we're chasing happiness but if you're not happy at the level you're at right now you're not going to be happy when you get that thing right, right? or mm -hmm. when you're in that relationship or you yeah. lose that 10 pounds that destination you, happiness yeah, is what like it doesn't it. exist and yeah. so it's like if you can embody and be happy where you are right now more success is going to come to you but also knowing like when you're starting to feel that complacency, you have to ask yourself probing questions like, am I happy? If not, what else could I explore that it's gonna add value to my life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kristen and I talked about this before and we're like, this is a whole podcast episode for us <laughs> really? in and of itself. Yeah. So like, we're not gonna offer too much feedback on that, but I, I'm telling you like, you absolutely nailed it. And that was everything I was hoping you would say, <laughs> um, because I think people get it twisted sometimes totally. and I can really like appreciate your mindset. And honestly, I, it makes me admire and respect you even more that you're like, oh. I can just, you know, why the fuck not? Like, yeah. I, yeah. Why not? And like going? life is so short, right? So like all of us sitting here, our schedules are jam packed. And so we could definitely be like, oh, I'm not going to do a podcast. <laughs> I have plenty of things on my plate. Yeah. But it's like, you're being called to create something and provide more value for others. Why wouldn't you just say yes and give it a go? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm with you. It's a great segue for me. <laughs> um, because we talk a lot about relationships and um, networking and all of these things, mm -hmm. which again, is a full-time job, right? Totally. So you're a multipreneur, you have all of these things going on. We have to get to all of these networking events and we mm -hmm. have to um, try and take self-care vacations, which again, I was full anxiety yesterday. Trying to, <laughs> try to, to, to actually relax. Trying to actually relax by a pool. And agents are calling me like, I can't hear you. Like, just, it was crazy. But anyway, it's a lot going on. And you have this ride or die rock behind you, mm. which love Kyle. He is like so amazing with Jen. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I think for everybody, cause I can't speak to it at all, but like, <laughs> what is it like having this incredible support system at home for you to be able to be like in this fucking wealthy mama era? Um, you're making me sweat right now because, um, <laughs> I actually I'm just gonna, got the goosebumps. I'm, I'm like so excited about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll try not to get emotional as well, but um, no, I just, I think he is like my secret weapon and that's what I say all the time. And like, if there's one thing that's gonna get me like super spicy, it's the fact that women need more fucking support at home, oh especially God. if they're um, navigating being a mom, running a business, um, being in charge of everything at home, you know, it's like, if men just understood, I'm gonna get a little bit on my soapbox here. If men just understood that if you supported the matriarch of the family, you would have more money than you knew what the fuck to do with. Mm -hmm. But they don't. They want to, instead of being that support person that's gonna be there to help you fly and soar and, and grow and grow and conquer the fucking world together, mm -hmm. it starts with the man. 
And I, I really believe that because like Chris and I are like, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm like, not only is he very supportive, he looks good. He's an amazing father. And um, I just feel, I feel so grateful truly. But like, you know, it is a, um, our marriage is something that we both put tons and tons of effort into. And um, the foundation of that is love and respect. And mm-hmm. there's been crazy ideas I've had where I'm like, I'm going to open this business. And he's like, babe, no. <laughs> and so it's not like he sits there and yeses me to death where he's like, sure, honey, whatever you want. If he right. did, I wouldn't find him near as attractive, right? Like, I don't need a yes man. I need somebody who's a really great sounding board mm-hmm. that I can run ideas by and that also is going to love me if I make a mistake, right? Because right. entrepreneurship isn't perfect and by no means does he expect me to be, which I think is super liberating and gives me permission to try new things. Um, but I mean, I could go on for 30 minutes about Kyle. <laughs> uh, but I think that it is just such an underrated thing and especially in the online world where we have people talking about like you don't need no man girl like you could do it you don't need one but the benefit of having one the right one the right one and becoming a power couple just you're able to achieve anything that you set your mind on and it's it's so interesting because like you know uh kristen kristen has a child like i don't i'm not married neither Uh of us are married but like we've talked so much whether Mm -hmm. it's been like at Driven Women events, like in speeches, to each other, to other people about like how sometimes we feel women are just like, meant, people think we're meant to be like locked in this little totally. box. And like, stay small, like don't insult like my masculinity, like all mm-hmm. this stuff. And like, when you said that about like, if men could just like support us in that way, they could like, you know, make more money or absolutely more they can make they more can money. Imagine. You can make more money. Yeah. Like you build this beautiful foundation Empire together. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it, it goes back to the partnership. Right. And, yeah. and I've heard a lot of people say this. And again, I, I always have to say, like, I'm not a professional relationship. So I'm like, try not trying to <laughs> me either. <laughs> but but I have heard so many people say that. Um, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my train of thought now. Uh Oh my God. You see, I got so excited about it. (laughs) One of the things is um, like when I'm on coaching calls and maybe like a consult, we're figuring out if it's going to work. And I know immediately what type of support the woman has at home. If she says, I don't think my husband's going to go for that. Cool. So your husband doesn't want your business to fucking explode. It's like that with, yeah, sorry. That's that's exactly. I thought you were going. Nope. It came back to me. Uh, Sorry. It's been a long day. So um, no, the business partnership. Mm-hmm. So in a relationship, having that, the partner that you also, it's it's a business partnership as far as like how much you're giving to the business, right? Mm-hmm. Like Morgan and I, we've had to have situations where we're both talking about how much we're giving to things too, mm-hmm. right? Because we're both so crazy busy yeah, and we're still not looking for love, but we still yeah. have, that's, a, we talk about that being another job too, but oh, like. I can't imagine. No. Another, another, another episode. Another episode. <laughs> but um, I saw your post. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before of like how he just supported something so small. So little. He got me avocados. 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 <laughs> and I literally was like, babe, I know. That's going to be the title of this one, <laughs> avocados. I know we're both really stressed. We both have a lot going on. We have a lot of changes happening in both of our businesses. And I said, I'm going to be on calls all day. You're heading into the office. Then I'm going to be like on mom duty. I don't have time. If you could just give me avocados, I would feel so loved. And it's supported by you today. And so I come down from the way you frame that. I come down from doing calls in the office and there's avocados. It's like our favorite bread. He has like dinner semi-prepped, and I'm like, you are the king. Like, thank you. But like And I will reward you later. I will reward you. (laughs) In more than one way. Um, and but that also gives him permission to not just think he has to take everything because as the man of the house, he's like, 
I know Steph has enough on her plate. I'm not going to ask her for anything, but it's like, no, I asked you when I needed support, like whatever you need, I have your back too. So he doesn't feel the weight of like having to provide for the family just on his own or making sure that he keeps right. it together. It's like, if you had a stressful day and you need to call me on your way home from work and cry, just do it. Like that's yeah. what I'm here and for. And what a liberating yeah. and like wonderful way to feel yeah. that like mm-hmm. you can have that give and take and like. For sure. And that. I think that's, that's the key to, to true like partnership you're giving me hope oh man i'm feeling really bad about my question now (laughs) well it's that time is it that time i don't know what the time check is yeah i'm pretty sure it is all right well so um yes so um the wealthy practitioner has launched already so tell us more about this and yeah, so um, The Wealthy Practitioner is my podcast that I started. Um, it was something on my vision board for 2023 and probably similar to you guys. It took a lot of planning to get it to where you could actually launch it. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I am just continuing the conversation about building profitable businesses, um, my own entrepreneur journey, because it definitely hasn't been easy. I've had like my first episode, I talked about my three biggest failures in my first year of business. So I think that again, I'm having that open, honest, authentic conversation about like, it's not just trips in cars, you know, it's like literally I've fallen on my face more times than I can And people need to hear that. Totally. Totally. Um, and just like about motherhood, self-worth, um, self-confidence. And I think it's a great place for anybody. It doesn't have to be women, but mm. particularly women, especially when it comes to that mindset piece that I'm trying to continue the conversation about. Yeah. Amazing. Can we so the wealthy practitioner by Dr. Steph Wigner. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> I've been asking Kristen ridiculous questions. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. And now that we just went on an eight minute tirade about your wonderful husband. <laughs> Found my unicorn. Really fucking awful. <laughs> I'd like a unicorn, Kyle. I will double date. Yeah. Like, does he have, like, brothers and twins? Um, Okay. So, um, obviously, you have a great marriage. You have a great partnership. You have a wonderful sports system. Beautiful son. Handsome husband. Question is, hall pass. Celebrity. Who is it going to be? Oh, I I So, we've talked about this. Okay. This is going to be, like, so cheesy. And you can cut it from the script if you want. (laughs) Kyle and I have legitimately had this conversation because we have friends that are like, oh, my God, like Ryan Reynolds, I would die. My husband knows, like, he could never get mad at me. Hypothetical. (laughs) Okay, we'll do hypothetical. I can't even say the fucking word. Um, I think when you're in a good relationship, I can admire a beautiful man. Absolutely. There's no desire for a hall pass, personally. If we're talking about like major celeb crushes, yeah, crushes. Go I would ahead. think Ryan Reynolds is at the top, which is so funny. Because I I agree though. With yeah, this one. I really do. Before I met Kyle, like tall, handsome, blonde, blue eyes was not my thing. Yeah, but then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Ryan Reynolds, he's cute, he's and he's cute. like a great husband and a great yeah, father, he's and he's married to like the most beautiful yep. woman in the world. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's a good answer. So, like, they're couple goals. They they are, like, Mm -hmm. a power couple, those two. Yeah. 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 So, I think his wife is just as much of a hall pass. Yes, seriously. (laughs) I should should clarify whether it should be a man or a woman. We'll take Blake Lively, too. I mean, seriously. Well, thank you so much for spending the time with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, we're so excited. Um, You know, obviously, this is an ongoing relationship. Yeah. um, I'll be by to use the pools. <laughs> I'll have your floaty ready. Yeah, you are the, the perfect podcast guest and the perfect oh, first guest. And I know a lot of women in the group um, admire you and what you're doing. So definitely. thank you. Keep up with the yes. work. Thank you guys for yeah. being dedicated to Driven Women because I definitely think it's something that 
our area especially needs and you guys are leading it just the way that you're destined to. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Cheers. 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 I can't reach guys. <laughs> <laughs>